Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. The winner to organize the 222 FIFA World Cup is Qatar. <laughs> The Qatar World Cup is finally here. But just what kind of place is hosting the biggest sporting event on the planet? I'm Kate Mason, and in September, I went to Doha to see things for myself. It was the weirdest day of my life. said, Qatar is doing everything it can. How do you quantify that? That's the sort of thing you can just say. So basically, they wanted to charge me out of the espionage act. I've spoken to female footballers in the country, the first Qatari man to come out as gay, residents in Doha whose future is uncertain, and the workers who helped build this World Cup, all to find out how it's changed people's lives there. There's like so many like opportunities and stadiums for women to use, but like it's just that they don't want to because they can't. And the big question is what's going to happen after the World Cup? What's going to happen when that spotlight moves on? Physical health, everybody knows, but nobody knows the mental health. This is Inside the Qatar World Cup, the Football Rambles brand new three part series. You can listen to all three episodes right now. Just search Football Ramble in your favorite podcast app. Well, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. England hit Iran for six in their opening match. It's Monday, 21st of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Tim Campbell. And I'm David Cartledge. Easy. Easy. 
Bloody was. <laughs> it bloody was. Legitimately really Oh, was. dear. Patrick McSee said uh, to us on Twitter, Aunt Uncle, the whole extended family's giddy over here. Six goals, David. Come on. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's you, a surprise. You have criticised Gareth Southgate for being boring <laughs> yeah. and conservative. Yeah. Would you like to munch on some of those words right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm... I'm... You know, You're I'm, full, I'm, full, I'm, I'm, I'm full of humble pie right now. Yeah, yeah. Forgive me if I can't get my words up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I mean, the, the last time England scored uh, six goals at a World Cup was just four years ago. Yes. Uh, against Panama, which oddly felt like a slightly different game to this because uh, England, I think, five nil up at half time in that game. But this game, though, Jim. I mean, the game was a few minutes old and then there was an awful injury to the Iranian goalkeeper. Yes. It kind of interrupted England's flow because they were a bit more on the front foot. But we saw those opening minutes. We saw the formation and we thought, OK, well, yeah. but did you really think they were going to get six? No, I really didn't. Did you think I, they were even going to get three? Well, we mentioned on the show yesterday it had the potential to be very boring with, mm. with one of the centre-backs scoring a goal and that being it. But I think actually it's... It, and we're perhaps guilty of a bit of an out out-of-date idea of England. You know, Gareth Southgate, I think he knows now he's got a team that can mm-hmm. can go out and take games by the scruff of the neck a bit more, not be quite so conservative. be interesting to see how he approaches games against, with respect, opposition of a better calibre. Well, England are the, the seeded team in the group. Of course. So you can say yeah. that in the group stage. Of course, for good reason. But yeah. um, I was very, very impressed, not just by the fluidity of the play, but also of the fact that they kept going and kept, kept trying to score more goals. Now, England have been notoriously excellent at managing the atmosphere around the team and around the camp. And mm-hmm. they've done it again um, with, with this tournament. They've been The players have been talking about getting to their hotel rooms to find that pictures of their families are in there mm. already. There's a, they, they feel good. And the message seems to have been that they want everyone to enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I mean, that was so evident today. Yeah, they, 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 they clearly love playing for England and they clearly love playing with each other. Mm-hmm. And the players from the bench felt like first team players in terms of how involved they were. Even, you know, we'll come on to the, the actual goals later, but Callum Wilson, mm. you know, Southgate said after the game that he was he was unselfish at a crucial moment. And players aren't always like that. It's mm-hmm. the, the atmosphere that's been crafted is, is clearly paying dividends already. Yeah, I mean, it does feel like that, as Jim's saying there, Dave. It's, uh, it's, it's a sort of holistic approach to team game. And, and Southgate was asked about, you know, taking the burden off Harry Kane. Well, there were six goals and Kane didn't get one of them. Played well. Um, off the top of my head, at least two assists. Yeah, uh, and uh, you, you know, I mean, it was, you know, number of goals and Bellingham getting his first uh, for England. A lovely header to get us going. I mean, how? What do you make of of, of this uh, with regards to England? Because it wasn't that long ago the Nations League England were, were disappointing. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, this has been kind of flipped around. I'm personally, I'm already worried about the expectation going through the roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's inevitable. It will, you know. But maybe looking back, I mean, if you look at this now and then look back on the Nations League, maybe they just actually didn't. Really Really give a shit about the nation, <laughs> and they did turn it off a little bit, maybe, and were preparing really for this. This is mentally what was in the head. Um, there is a very much a club feel I feel about yep. England. It's probably why certain players didn't make it, while certain players did go. Um, they wanted to kind of keep keep that club ethic mm-hmm. here, um, and like you can see, I think you see a lot of happy players, a lot of confident players. And they're young as well, and they don't seem to have the fear or the pressure that has gone with different generations. Mm. Um, they seem a lot more calm and composed. They're very authoritative despite their age as well, and, and just very sure of their abilities and what they can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and England have seemed to crack and revert to type in many generations past when the press starts to turn on them. Mm-hmm. And that has happened, and they seem to have resisted that pressure. I mean, I know it's early days, and it's, it's a very small sample size to draw from, mm-hmm. but this was far, far more expressive 
performance than I was expecting. It's, it's what everybody's wanting, I think, from England. I yeah. think that's been the problem. I think when the criticism for Southgate comes out is when uh, the players don't seem to be expressing themselves in a certain way, whether that's through the players or whether that's through the coach. And obviously, to debate, it depends who you're behind or who you believe. Um, but the players just do seem very authoritative this time. You just look at the position, the performance of Rice and Bellingham midfield. Mm. Again, two young lads, first World yeah. Cups, mm-hmm. they just fantastic they really were I thought I think Bell I mean, we'll go on to him in a bit well we can mention him now yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what a player. for me it makes the difference I, yeah, I cannot you know. remember England having a player like him in terms of his ability in terms of his skill set probably when Rooney first came through at the Euros that ability to just pick up the ball in midfield mm-hmm. ride challenges have people bounce off him and then get in the box make things happen create and I think it was the third goal that run was just brilliant mm-hmm. he he started the press he put pressure on the man, man on the ball he won the ball back he took a challenge, rode it, dribbled on, and then you know initiated the final third play. It was incredible, really yeah. was. And he yeah. is, he's a marvellous player. And he's looked like that since he came through at Birmingham. He's always looked confident. Mm-hmm. He's always looked like he knows what he wants to do. And he could be, he's the type of player who could be the difference at a tournament like this for England. Yeah, well, confidence is certainly a thing. I mean, you can see it's brimming in everybody. And and players who score goals are going to be, become more confident as well. Bellingham gets the first. I mean, Bakar Saka doesn't strike me as someone who's... Uh, lacking confidence or anything, but his tail would be up. But Raheem Sterling, though, who's had his critics, Jim, what a finish that was. We, we were saying as we watched stuff. it, it was like a FIFA goal, wasn't it? <laughs> it was really, really beautiful, beautiful finish. And again, it was the teamwork from it. The, the, mm. the, just the, the the sort of vision and, and the kind of clinical nature of it. That's what England need to be a bit more, you know. They need to just be ruthless with situations yeah. like that. And that's a tough finish. And Sterling just did it like it was nothing. And that doesn't come without trust in your teammates and, and yeah. in yourself and, and it was yeah it was possibly the best goal I mean Saka's second goal you've got to look at the Iranian defenders and think okay they're no, a bit of a mare but, yeah but all, all the all of the goals were, mm, yeah. were very, very good. They nearly scored very even, high quality. They nearly scored an even better one later on, but remember it ended on the end of the box. I think Rice mm. lost position and it yeah. went yeah, back yeah. and it was that, that was going to be nearly better. Um, but yeah, the pass and the movement, and I think you touched on the fluidity as well, was, was there. It was just fantastic. The little interchanges, the one-touch football, the movements. Mm. Um, Kane, just a little flick on for Sterling's goal. Just brilliant, yeah. Yeah, yes. and, and a lot of that, again, has come from both... Declan Rice and Jude Bellingham, and it's. It, I think they. Are, we've been lucky essentially with not just the the environment that those two players have come into, but the, just the the style of them both. They complement each mm-hmm. other so well. That is that is a tough midfield. It's an it's a it's an engine room, mm-hmm. but it's also, you know, it's it's, it's pretty creative yeah. from 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 really really deep. And I don't see any anybody dislodging those players now. No. That that's that is they are nailed on in that as, as much as Harry Kane. Well, you could argue that Bellingham perhaps behind Kane is. England's was definitely one of uh, most Eng- England's most crucial player or players. Um, he just is so so important. But I mean, ch- chaps, I I, I I agree with all your points. England scored six goals. I mean, it was disappointing that they conceded two, of course, but mm-hmm. like six goals. As you always say, Jim, it's the best bit of football. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, you were worrying about us overdoing it. I was like, no more, <laughs> more. Yeah, I'm a bit. I'm maybe from the Southgate school of thought, thinking like, okay, let's not be save them up. Yes, yeah, so say because that's how it works, of course. Um, but yeah, yeah, we it was three 0 up at half time, and there was a lot of injury time. Of course, there was 15 minutes in that first half. After that, as I say, dreadful head injury to the to the Iranian goalkeeper. A great shame for him. Of course, um, interesting that uh, Carlos Quiroz uh, ha- has brought four goalkeepers to the tournament. Yeah, so they're they're, they're well stacked in that area. I know he's a conservative manager, but that's a yeah. Bit much, I isn't mean, it? conservatives being polite. Uh, I think I said to you at one point. I think it was three 0 and I was just looking at these two banks of very clear defensive lines that he mm. had, and I was thinking 
is, do you think there's a second leg in Tehran after yeah, yeah. Or something like that is that what he's going for <laughs> yeah <here>? maybe <laughs> they did score two goals though yeah they did they lovely did. finish for the first one uh, from uh, Taremi yeah uh, and that'll be, that, that is disappointing from England's point of view it was a drop off in concentration but it looked like Maguire's knock that he obviously mm. went out with a bit of a con- look uh, yes, he did, it yeah. looks like he picked that up just before the goal and I think that maybe played a part in why he switched off for that but yeah they weren't ideal goals to concede by any means mm-hmm. um, the, pe- the penalty though yeah, considering a, Harry Maguire the Harry Maguire one was way more rugby fit. tackled yeah, yeah. in the first yeah. half we were all saying how on earth are you not giving that and then Stones a little bit of a shirt pull I actually didn't think it was a penalty but I mean uh, yeah, yeah, the, the inconsistencies there. and as you said if England are 2-1 up or something yeah. or it's a draw I mean that's an absolute shocker uh, some of the Iran fans uh, Iran fans uh, Iranian fans were seen holding up uh, signs before the game saying it's not coming home because of Harry Maguire it's clunky but it's it's annoyed me so it's worked yeah and it could be true yeah <laughs> uh, we will have to wait and see hopefully they're wrong uh, of course he did get a lovely assist though for that uh, first goal from Saka maybe as well. scored as well oh yeah, yeah, that'd have been nice wouldn't it that'd have been nice brilliant <laughs> header yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. For, you know he gets a lot of criticism but he that man can head a ball he really can uh, he's going to have to do more but he can head a ball um, Saka scored a brace of course Jake on Twitter said and I think Jake he's just trying to be a, you know he's he's trying to ease his way into the tournament. He says Saka is the best England player ever. I mean, yeah, who's more likable than Bukayo Saka? <laughs> I don't know. Arrest my case. What about Marcus Rashford? He's quite likable. Hadn't touched a ball for England since Euro 2020. Of course, that penalty miss, yeah. and then scored with his third touch after about 50 seconds. I tell you what, I think it's really good for both Saka and Rashford to get their goals now early. Yeah, and there's not going to be that constant redemption mm-hmm. story thing just hanging yes. over them. They've now done it. They I don't go, think. They, I don't think we have that so much these days. Do you not think? Not, not really. You remember Stuart Pearce, you remember Waddle, mm. um, you know, all this sort of stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I don't... Well, on the flip side then, it's nice to show that they're not phased by it. Yeah. Or to see that they're not phased by it. And also, I think, you know, a lot's been made in the post-match from what we've seen so far of Kane not scoring. But again, mm-hmm. none of that's negative. No. I don't think Kane will be phased by that in the slightest. Yeah. He had a brilliant game. So he's very good at shutting out the noise, these players. Yes. That's for sure. Compared to previous years, there seemed to be something yeah. hanging. A mm-hmm. bit of bitterness almost. Yeah. We've had noise-cancelling headphones for a long time now. Yeah. And those players have been... Big advocates of it, so maybe it's for putting that. them to excellent news. You'd, you'd have to say, uh, Callum Wilson did come on. He was a bit of a shame for him because he was going to come on a little bit early, but due to that that injury to Harry Maguire, uh, he was he was put back on the bench. And I didn't think, oh no, he's not going to get a few minutes. But he did come on, had a chance to score, but he squared to Jack Grealish, who did that celebration. Um, uh, what was the lad's name? Finley. Finley, yeah, absolutely, absolutely the beautiful. Boy, moment. The boy with cerebral palsy. That's yeah, right. He, he said, "I'll do that celebration yeah, for you," and he bloody did it. Yeah, yeah. He he one game in. He didn't learn the worm. Can't say I blame him. To be yeah, honest. yeah, but he'd probably do like you know injure himself, like smash his chin yeah. off the floor, and it would be like oh, no, a nobody a... wants that. But... Yeah, but I mean, fair play to Wilson because you think a poacher like him, he's got in uh, to the to the squad on form. He's scoring a lot of goals for Newcastle at the moment. It's a chance to get your first World Cup goal for England, and he and he squares it. To be fair yeah. to him, you know, and and again, England were what five one up at the time. Uh, yeah. I think they were five one up at the time. So you, I I thought well, fair play that goes into the whole kind of team ethic and so on, as you were saying. But also, Wilson's not stupid, is he? He knows he's not going to dislodge Harry Kane in training over the over the no. course of the tournament. So he knows he has a role to play when he comes on. And mm-hmm. you know, what would you rather have an assist or nearly a goal? Like he just made a smart decision. Yeah, and and Southgate said he liked how unself. Wilson was. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's playing to the uh, he's playing to the bench, is he? Oh, de- oh, oh I, to the dugout. I, I think so, definitely. Because <laughs> it was probably the decision that I think caused the most controversy, wasn't it? it was either Wilson or Tony? That was the one that had the most noise around. Yeah, maybe. It, really, yeah. I'd say. Uh, a, a tweet from uh, Jim, not you, uh, on on Twitter, of course, said, uh, "Look, I know it was a great attacking form, uh, performance, but VAR is shit in it." And oh, it's, it, and, right. and, and we've sort of already covered that. But yes, like 
you can brush it off because it's the the second in a 6-2 loss. But if that's a crucial moment in the game, if you're fuming... Yeah, 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 it's going to happen, isn't it? And it's it's, it's a shame for Pickford not keeping a clean sheet. I mean, the first goal... Like great finish, um, and actually he made a great save as well. Iran might have had another one. Yeah, brilliant. Which save is a onto concern, isn't it? It's funny after a, well, it is. scoring six goals, but there, there were a couple of moments that you where you probably will come unstuck against the better team, or indeed yeah. did twice come unstuck. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is gonna, this is going to be the key thing, you know, just to see. Like this has been a brilliant performance. Don't get me wrong. I'm a little concerned where the test's going to come from mm-hmm. in the group, and then by the time you get to the next round, it's kind of and then you face a bit more of a tougher team. You could get a a bit of an awakening, you know, mm. and the positive you might get drained out a little bit. So they're going to need to test at some point. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, USA or Wales uh, give them that. But like you said, you made a point. You said mm-hmm. players might be rested for by the time they're playing Wales if they've gone. Well, through. I mean, because if, if they beat the US, um, which again they will be favourites for, we don't want to start assuming stuff. But you can't help but start looking ahead. And that's what we do all these predictors and all that yeah. sort of stuff. You, you you look ahead and you think, well, actually, could they be? But then, but then that that old, the, 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 you know, we've been watching England since 1990, Jim, and you you remember and you think. No, 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 we'll probably lose the next two games yeah, yeah. And, and all this kind of stuff. But it will be interesting. But they're set up nicely for that game against the US, of course. And at the time of recording, um, the US will play Wales um, in, in a few hours. So if you're listening to this uh, after that game, that's why we're not going to be talking about it. It might still be in there. We all have really fond memories of the Euros, apart from what happened at the end. And we're, we're all in a complete state of denial that England-Scotland ever happened. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah, that was true. Really like, yeah, the, the confidence went through the floor after that. Mm. So it's, it's still in there isn't it? And they've got to make sure that doesn't happen again. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, do you think uh, for the next game, because Southgate plays a back four there, yeah. which doesn't surprise too many people because being on the front foot a bit more, I think he's probably going to have that extra man in midfield to go forward. I would suspect, as many people do, um, if England do play uh, against a, a, a better opponent, you know, one that could really cause England a lot of problems, he might go for a back three and play the 3-4-3, three, three, which is what he did in the Euros, of course, did that against Germany, did that against Italy in the final. Um, the question is, though, um, Walker's going to be back for the next game. That's all the the, the chat. <laughs> With Trippier playing like that and on the form he's in, you would say that the starting right back right now for England is Trippier. He hasn't put a foot wrong. No. Like, look, look, he's a very, very good player. He's come on. I think he's spelling Spain, improved him defensively mm. as well, playing under a largely defensive coach and defensive organised side. So that's improved his game a lot and he can bring that to the table now. And he's also got that ability from a set piece in. So if you're in a game and it's nil-nil and you just need something out of nothing, if he's got a 25, 30 yards mm-hmm. out... He can sting one in for Maguire, for Kane, for somebody yep. to get their head on him. Mm-hmm. That's a brilliant thing to have in a tournament. Yeah, I, w- I would imagine that Walker would be used in that back three. Yeah. That's where he's going to be. I but so. but you, would you think it'd be harsh on Trippier if Walker came in at right back, even though he is probably the starting, you know, Southgate, if, if he hadn't got an injury and he's still been playing, I think Southgate would probably... I don't know. He really likes Trippier, doesn't he, and how much he kind of brings mm-hmm. in a creative sense from that side as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I think really this debate is... What you take away from it is England's strength and depth there. Like Trent Alexander-Arnold well, isn't even yeah. in this conversation. <laughs> no, and, yeah. and we're also talking about Walker as a potential centre-back there. So it's... Mm. it's I, I think and and Reese James is, is obviously not in the tournament as well. So again, that, you know, yeah. that is a position England are, are stacked in. I think Trippier stays in and I, th- I think he might have started even if Walker had yeah. been fit. South, Southgate's very loyal as well. I, unless there's a, he has to be make, like mm-hmm. seen to be making a change, I don't think he'll make it. I think we've seen it with the whole Maguire thing. Yep. There, was a, there was an incredible opportunity, I think, to drop Maguire when he was in a really, really bad place and he didn't he stuck by him mm-hmm. rightly or wrongly wherever so he's that type of coach who will be loyal to players yeah alright then chaps uh, let's have a quick break and then we'll talk a little more World Cup after that
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning, Glenn. Can you tell us something your mum doesn't know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to the football <laughs> Oh, the greatest moment um, an England fan has ever been involved with. Uh, right, um, on to more serious matters, uh, England, uh, of course, were planning uh, for Harry Kane to wear the One Love captain's armband and they backed down from doing so over the threat of sporting sanctions, specifically uh, a player being booked for that and uh, it's thought that other nations, uh, Wales, again, at the time of recording, we, we don't know what they have decided, but... It looks like they're not going to do it. I think the, the, the Dutch, the Germans are, are in a... Well, they're all in the same boat, but England backed down. That's the one we know. Uh, Mark Bullingham, a CEO of the FA, said, normally in this type of situation, there is a fine. We'd be prepared to pay the fine because we think it's important to show our support for inclusion. We cannot put our players in a situation where they might be booked or even forced to leave the field of play. And this is a tricky one because this is divided people as things like this you know, inevitably will I suppose I'll chuck my personal opinion out. I just think that I, I, I think to criticise players for, for doing this, their job is to play football. And I think this is the criticism, any criticism people should have should be throwing this at FIFA right now. Because to me, it's just, if you're scared of an of some colours on an armband, I mean, that's just pathetic. Yeah, I think it's very important to throw a lot of um, the mud back at FIFA, actually. Yes. Because they've they've just handled this whole situation so badly from right from the beginning of it being awarded to, to Qatar. The, the situations that are, have been spoken about over and over and over again were, were always going to be present throughout the whole whole tournament. And they've just, you know, they've just essentially backed down to, to the host nation. And it's very complicated in a, in a lot of ways. But what I kind of take a lot of kind of heart from is how vocal the players and how vocal Gareth Southgate has been, how mm -hmm. to a degree how vocal the FA have been as well. Mm -hmm. Like everybody knows what England think about the situation. Everybody what knows what England that, represent. Do, are you disappointed that they back down though? Do you think because a lot of people are? I suppose in 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 a sense, yes. Um because you know it's 
if there's, if there's a protest, human rights are more important than a booking, right? We all we all know that anyone yeah. anyone can objectively see that and think that. But I think really, it, FIFA have been cowardly in mm-hmm. um, essentially making this the rule. They literally make the rules. Mm-hmm. They the, the, they are sending a, a really really backward message with this, yeah. and it's insulting to a huge amount of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think it's really as simple as that. Well, interestingly, Kane wore. FIFA's own anti-discrimination armband, but it's since emerged that a picture of Harry Kane is featured on billboards across Qatar in which he is wearing the One Love armband. Yeah. Well, it, there's no did they joined not up know thinking what it, there at all. They're just winging did it. They, did they not know what it meant? That's quite surprising. I don't really understand that. But they're saying that even if they knew what it meant, apparently the Belgians have also been told they can't wear um, the word love on their kit. So I think it's embroidered on their collar. Mm. And apparently they've been told if they are going to wear that away kit, I think it's a white kit with their lots of multicolours on, uh-huh. um, then they have to take that off. <laughs> it's an so absolute joke, isn't it? It's, it? it's bizarre. It's really bizarre. What, what do you think of England then? Do you, are, you, are you disappointed that they, they backed down? Do you understand it? I, I understand why they didn't. And also, I, compl- I, I completely agree with what your point is, to be honest with you. I think there's only so much... I just don't think you can sling mud at players. Mm. I think I think ultimately, you know, they've gone there to play football at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. this is not just saying this is not saying that cliche boring line of focus on the football, but ultimately they have. There is a danger. If this was a something every game, like what Jim said about it potentially being a yellow card every game, it ends up actually diluting the issue as well. Yeah, Alex Scott wore the One Love Armband on yeah. uh, during the BBC coverage before the game. Um, but, I mean, chaps, though, there's jeopardy uh, when you make a protest. Mm. We bring in the Iranian football team who opted not to sing their national anthem in solidarity with the anti-government protests that are currently ongoing in the country. Yeah. Now, that might that might not pose any risks in Qatar while they're there, but you know. When they get back, they could yeah. be serious trouble. So they've Absolutely. doubled down. They, they've gone for it. They, they, have. They, they, have, they have really, really gone for it. There. And I think, you know, it's very brave and very commendable because everybody knows the situation going on in Iran right now in terms of political prisoners being taken by the government there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, who knows what's going to happen to these Iran players. We'll, we'll wait and see. But, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was very commendable to see. Yes, indeed it was. Um, blimey. Yes. And it's, it's, it is such a shame that, that, that all these issues that we have to talk about, but we have to talk about them. Well, yeah. Is it a shame? Because... Well, no, but it's a shame that... The, 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 these plates have to keep spinning. The balls have to stay in the air. No, sorry. There, there is going to be... Let me clarify. It's not a shame. I'm not going, oh, can we talk about the football? Yeah. I'm saying it's a shame because of all the, the nonsense. Yeah. Uh, nonsense is putting it mildly or even incorrectly of all this stuff and you didn't have this you don't have this in, in, in some previous yeah. World Cups because you don't have migrant death workers you don't have the LGBT rights issues you don't have all this sort of thing you know and it's such a shame that, yeah. that we that, 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 that these are issues mm. but yeah. they are we're talking about it because it got handed to them exactly and that is the problem in the start that is the first and foremost that is the problem you know Qatar shouldn't have got that World Cup yeah fact yeah so that's how it's all started. That's why we're talking about it now. Mm, indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were reportedly issues getting into the stadium for a number of England fans. Uh, fans were met with a message saying, there is no ticket associated with your email address. And one England fan said, the FIFA app had everybody worried because our tickets disappeared completely. We tried calling FIFA and the automated system disconnected us. Yeah, apparently there was a few hundred England fans who didn't get into the to the game until, you know, well, after the kickoff, which is... Uh, which is not what you want, is it? You know, mm. um, but yeah, uh, I, I I sincerely hope those um, Evertonian lads got in though. Okay, did oh, you see God. them? Yeah, yeah. 
the, uh, the the England fans they, they're wearing sort of it was like it was an Everton kit with three yeah, lions were Everton on. Lads. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was definitely yeah, scousers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they were. They said that they were actually enjoying the World Cup, and fair enough. Uh, but they said they went looking for some beer in Qatar and ended up back at a Qatari palace with a lion cub. Now, if you'd have seen the guy, he was wearing sunglasses, and it was at night. So, you know, you thought... Maybe his eyes were hot. Maybe, yeah. Jim, maybe. Either, one could sort of think, OK, I might take this account with a handful of salt. Yeah. And then some videos emerged of them <laughs> playing around with a line cub at some bloke's massive gaff. Yeah. In Dar- Dar- <laughs> I was like, bloody hellfire. <laughs> like, they've had a big one. They've had, a big, they've had a memorable one. Yes. Um, but yeah. So going forward, Gareth Southgate said he was frustrated that England conceded a couple of goals. Uh, he then said a couple of times that England need to be better against the US. Now the US, Iran and Wales are actually... What are they um, in? In not it's what's they 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 all occupy a similar position in the FIFA rankings. I think it's sixteenth, seventeenth, and twentieth. Yeah, um, around about there. Uh, against the US, is it a case of more of the same then, uh, David? I think it's going to be more of the same. The only thing I'd say with the US, they're a lot more athletic as a team. I mm-hmm. think you know they've got a lot more energy in terms of how they can close you down, how they can they can press, also on the break, on the counter as well. So that's going to be something to watch. Um, England just have to be sensible there I think but again I think England I think this has been my issue with Southgate's England um, is that they haven't shown the authority they haven't shown the confidence against these lesser teams mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. is the time to do it go out there it's not arrogant it's not overconfidence or anything like that just be confident in your ability you yeah. have the best team in that group mm-hmm. show it mm. I think quite often England teams even under Southgate or especially under Southgate really He's been successful by finding very, very effective ways to not quite paper over cracks, but to, um, you know, protect deficiencies. And other than, as we discussed before, being a bit light at centre-half, some some question marks there, there's, you know, there's, there isn't really a lot of that elsewhere. You know, we, we can, we've demonstrated today that we can attack in a really, really fluid way. And we've mm-hmm. demonstrated there's a lot of depth as well. There's still players that are, you know, nowhere near the pitch yet that have got a lot to off- offer, like... Madison isn't fit. We mentioned Kyle Walker, Ben White coming in doesn't seem like a really a downgrade. It's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it, it's. I c- couldn't agree more. Yeah. This is what everyone's been crying out for. Even Southgate's main detractors. It's like you're you're better than some of the conservative displays show. I understand why he's made England play like that because I think it's been the right call because it's been successful for us. But now we can we can go toe to toe a bit yeah. more and it's the, exciting. The caliber of players are there, and and like we said, I don't think we've had a player. From like like Bellingham since Rooney first came through, mm-hmm. um, so in the best if if those centre backs are your biggest concern, probably are. I guess the general consensus is that's the weakest area of England's team. Yeah. If that is your concern, the best way to protect them is to be proactive and be on the front foot mm-hmm. and attack. Mm-hmm. So that's the way they have well, to. Well, and maybe they might do because you know you spoke about earlier the, the Euros and the, the Turgeon game against Scotland and so on. The Southgate tried that very slow, patient build up, and you you, you go forward and it, it's not on. You go back. And, and that's how England played at the Euros. And of course, they were a whisker away uh, from, from being successful there. But Southgate himself said, that formula, we need to, we need to upgrade it mm-hmm. in, in a sense. Uh, because whenever England do play a side who are equal or slightly better than them, they come unstuck. I, as I said on Lions Watch, I sincerely hope England find themselves in that situation because it will mean they've gone deep in the tournament. Um, so we shall see. Uh, so I don't know how much we go off on this game, but I'll tell you what, everybody, it doesn't matter. We had a bloody lovely old time, didn't we? <laughs> and that's what football's about. Um, before we go, everybody, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has been piping up again. Obviously, he gave that interview with uh, Piers Morgan. Um, 
Yep, I said about him the better, but he's spoken out uh, for the first time since that, that interview. And on the interview, he said, the atmosphere is excellent, no problems with regards to the Portugal camp. He said, we are completely focused, because you saw the videos of him and Bruno Fernandes and Joao Cancelo, and they looked like they were a bit miffed with him. Ronaldo also said, you can help by not talking about me. I'm completely bulletproof and ironclad. Oh, I hope he doesn't score. <laughs> what a knobhead I, I just don't get oh, they, they, it's funny you bring that in there as though, oh, it's the first time since he spoke since our interview and everything I feel like he's fucking speaking every single day yeah. well, he's this an is absolute toss the last really act of is. a desperate man <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah, but it's, it's, it's the last act of a desperate man he's, yeah. he's unbearable it's, re, it's really sad to see it the is sad to see it's brutal you yeah. just you shut your face man well, like, he has been through a, an awful thing recently that has been well documented but um, yeah it's it's awful really to see mm-hmm. him kind of lashing out like this and just and also being such... mates with Piers Morgan well, being, oh, oh, that as well mm-hmm. but just create, creating so much negativity yeah. it doesn't need to be there well if anyone was questioning Ronaldo's selflessness he said if you told me that Portugal would win the World Cup without me scoring goals I'd sign it I swear okay I'm not sure but there we are <laughs> <laughs> they did win the Euros final though without him scoring and playing uh, you know but he I mean he did his damnedest when he was on the sideline but I think that's the thing with Ronaldo sort of joking aside one of the finest players to ever play the game and that will always be the case yeah because his numbers and what he's done in the game is phenomenal we don't want to see this yes we've always thought he was a bit arrogant and a bit you know not as likeable as Messi because those two are always compared mm-hmm. la 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 but this is yeah I think what you said it, it is quite sad and uh, those, the footage that you saw from the Portugal camp, I don't know. This uh, Portugal, I think, have got an excellent squad, by the way, and, and could do something at this tournament. But I wonder if this is going to just derail them and, or not derail them, but, you know, be one of those distractions that actually has a very negative effect. There's always an amazing squad that tears itself apart. Mm. Looking at you, France, looking at you, Netherlands. <laughs> Maybe it's Portugal's time to step up. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Well, they play Ghana on Thursday, of course, so that'll be an intriguing game. And I love it. We're into it now. We've got that old tosh of the first game out of the way. England have won. We've got some good games coming up today. Obviously, you might have already been played by the time you're listening to it. And then we're away. You look at some of the fixes. You think, oh, come on. Yeah, it's come gonna, on! Yeah. It's going to come thick and fast now with three games a day. Well, four games a four day. Four games a day. Sorry, say yes. So, yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lovely old job. Right, uh, we better go quick because uh, Senegal v Netherlands is uh, currently on. So uh, we want to get our teeth into that. There we are, everybody. Thank you very much uh, for listening to uh, the Football Ramble part of the ACAS Creator Network. We're back in your ears tomorrow morning looking back on that game, Netherlands versus Senegal. And of course, the other big one uh, in England's group, USA versus Wales. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank you, my man. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.